Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi guys, Gwyneth Paltrow here. You may have heard of Goop, the lifestyle brand I started from my kitchen table almost a decade ago. Since then, we've test-driven earthing, color astrology, sex bark, aura photography, and goat's milk cleanses, all in the name of wellness content research. During each episode of the Goop podcast, which you can listen to starting March 8th, myself or one of the Goop editors will get into it with brilliant researchers, thinkers, and culture changers. If you've got a burning or totally random question you want me to answer, hit us up at Goop on Instagram or Facebook. The Goop Podcast. Please hit subscribe and tell your friends. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything Goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And we're here, stuck inside on a rainy day. Yeah, normally we record this out like at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems, you know, it's like when the weather's not good. Like all I wanted to do, well, I, every, most mornings, let's say, I exercise outside. And today, yeah. I mean, I didn't because I also had to read Goop. And usually like Friday mornings when I'm reading Goop, I don't exercise. Friday mornings, I'm in bed until you get here. Yeah. <laughs> reading Goop. It takes um, a lot of time, guys, to get all those articles in in the morning. It's a lot. And I'm always like, this time will be different. I'm going to read it the night before. And then I just never do. See, I've tried to read it the night before, but I always, like, it for, I forget about it. By yeah, the I do. Like, it's, it's better that I read it right before we record because I'll literally, like, not remember what I read. Yeah, I I will have no idea what was in it, there. Yeah, it comes in one ear and out the other. Sure. Uh, even today, like, this, and you'll see, like, this week's was very... I mean, I would say science heavy, except it's not based in science. I guess you could call it goop science heavy. Yeah, goop science heavy. I guess you could call it wellness content research heavy. Oh, wellness content research. As you guys might have heard from our introduction that we did not record. Yeah, our frenemy, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Who definitely thinks as much about us as we do about her, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. We're definitely on an equal plane there. Uh, but yeah, they are starting their podcast what, this week? Next week? Yeah. March 8th? And I am white hot pissed about it. I'm still excited. I'm like, I haven't looked forward. 
to a podcast this much in a long time. What the fuck is wellness content research? We will find... I mean, it's going to be exact. Like, it's just going to be whatever stupid doctor is on their newsletter that week. They're going to have another a stupid interview. I do hope it makes our job easier because reading this shit is so boring. And maybe if you could just, like... Listen to it. Listen to it. We'll just be like the Joel McHale. It'll be like the soup. And we'll just show clips. Or I mean, and we won't can even we? We to... don't even have to read anymore. Yeah. That would be great, actually. And But we'll have to listen to Will Cole's voice, which I is know. like, oh, oh my God. God. Have you seen a video? of him or heard his voice I know before. his face from his Twitter avatar just because when he got into it with us yeah. and guys I mean if you haven't read this newsletter Will Cole heavily featured is back so we have to be tread very lightly he's on what back we and about. he's better than ever and he's got a book and, and he's on my list I have no idea if he's listening to this or not but because he listens he, yeah he did <laughs> well know. he listens when he's mad or something he's the one, one the one doctor of all these doctors that has actually responded to us so yeah but he's back and so we, we have to talk about him I mean, we must. We have to talk about everything goop. We say um, it in our intro. Yeah. Uh, oh, so this morning, I opened my imperfect produce box. Oh, God. And what did I see? Or what did I not see? But what? a lack of potatoes. Monsters. And I was like, did I not order potatoes? And it said on my little checklist, my little receipt, that I had, it was supposed to have a pound of potatoes in there. So I had to write <gasps> a scathing email to imperfect produce. Uh, I haven't received a call. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it was like $1.19 or whatever. Uh, you know, I had to write a scathing email too. I have something that hasn't been featured in Goop, but probably will, or maybe won't. But uh, it's a Goop, it's a very Goop-ish subscription box. It's called Grove Collective or something. And it's like, we are women and this is our like communist manifesto. Oh, I don't it's like a feminist cleaning No, supply. it's not feminist. It's just like women like are oh, okay. in, I, it's probably run by like some old like sexist man, but like. Like Fit Girl's Guide? Yeah, like my, I think Fit Girl's Guide is. Don't I, the, I'm not saying that's true. I'm just, I don't know who runs it and I have conspiracy theories about it is all I'm saying. This is a comedy podcast so you can't sue us. Because I love Fit Girl's Guide and don't let that take you. I like Fit Girl's Guide more than any other like. Um, like scam yeah. body too. Um, no, it's not a scam. It's great. It's a really good diet. Um, okay. What was I saying? Oh yeah, Grove. Grove. So Grove is like another one. They show you pictures of women, and they're like, "Women run this." I'm like, "Okay, I believe it." And it's um, it's like a subscription box for cleaning supplies, basically. But they're all like natural cleaning supplies, so not anything crazy stuff you'd find at Target, like. Uh, Mrs. Myers or Method or something and then they have like different like kind of fancier higher end ones they send you like every couple of months they'll send you like you get refills for like your your walnut sponges or like your weird glass scrubbers or whatever like they send you the you like make a pantry and then they constantly send you stuff to like keep it restocked so it's you kind of always have stuff and it's like nice you know Mrs. Meyer mine is basically all I like love that. Mrs. Meyer. Like, I don't um, need to get any more upscale than Mrs. Meyer. They, no. they, I love their scents. I love... No, it's... And I think it's super upscale because usually I'm just a Palm Olive bitch. Oh, I yeah. Know. I mean, Palm Olive's great, too. Palm Olive is good. But, um... So, I... But it's, like, cheaper than you would get it at the store. Okay, and then yeah. if you pay... It's, like, $20 for the year, you become VIP, and then all the shipping is free. So, like, it's not a bad deal. Um, but you know, you have to buy like $40 worth at a time to like make it kind of worth their while. So that's, but anyway, whatever, giving you a very detailed description (laughs) of what this is. It was 
shipped to my house. I missed the buzzer. They left it outside and it was stolen that day. And I definitely went out like to walk my dog that night. They dropped it off at 730 and I definitely would have gone to walk my dog between 9 and 10. So there's no way. So it was like it must have been stolen like immediately. Yeah, but people were like driving by and just grabbing boxes. Oh, yeah. I mean, they must be going constantly in this neighborhood, like just zooming around looking for boxes to steal because it w- couldn't have been out there for longer than two hours. Yeah. Anyway, someone has to give me some money or something, right? Yeah, I feel like, well, I don't know. Like, I know with Amazon, it's really like if someone steals whatever they give you, it's really easy for them to just send you another one. For these smaller companies, I don't like, I don't know. Have, and they have they responded to? No, you? not yet. I emailed How, them last night when I realized oh, what happened. Night. I'll give them a couple of days. But yeah, that's, I don't know. It's like a weird, usually do pe- people buzz in and like, and leave it inside. I don't know. I've like, basically, even if they don't get me or like they don't buzz in, my packages are always left inside. I don't know how they get yeah. in, but like. Because someone will buzz them in, I bet. I guess someone will, or like, I think that they're usually bringing like for multiple people that live in the building. So they don't just have to be me. I have a feeling someone's going to respond to you. Same with Imperfect Produce because they're both like small. I feel like these small startup internet subscription companies that are not Amazon, like they have to have really good customer service. Yeah. Like same with my um, where I get my cat food and stuff from and litter. Oh, Chewy. Chewy, yeah. Which I found because I think when we first got the cats, we did like we either went to Petco or did like Mm Petco.com. But Chewy is honestly, if any of you guys have pets, it is the best prices and the best customer service. Like they will, a human will respond to you within a couple hours. Like if you order something that night, like late at night, even it'll ship that same night and probably get to you by the very next day. So if you like run out of cat food, like you'll get more cat food within 24 hours. It's, oh really? It's, yeah. It's a fantastic service. Oh, okay. Yeah. We didn't cause it was like kind of, I thought it was like kind of expensive. Oh, really? I found Chewy to be cheaper than Petco or Amazon or anything else. But we don't get BB's food. Like, we just get it at the supermarket. Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't get special food. Okay. Unless we get it from the vet. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I bet you even supermarket brands Chewy would be cheaper. Maybe. But do you have to pay shipping? Yeah, but if you pay, if you buy, like, over $50 worth of stuff, it's not, like, you don't have to pay shipping, so we just buy because it doesn't really go bad. So we just buy like a couple of months worth at a time, and then oh. always always spend more than fifty bucks. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, you only have one little one little BB. One little BB. He who can't likes eat. supermarket food, not like my snobby ass fucking cats. No. That eat ridiculously. No, BB eats food. literally. He eats his own shit, That's so funny. he's got pretty low standards. <laughs> but that's okay. We don't mind. Um. All right. Well, let's talk about these newsletters. Okay. What? was your best of the week? My best of the week was, oh, well, my best of the week was like actually one of the worst things I've ever read, but I just like picked it at random because I hated everything in it. Um, I picked the first article, Better Way to Manage uh, Work Conflict, Conflicts oh, at Work. That one was so boring it to was me. So, like I couldn't even read it. Well, the reason that I decided to call it my best was that uh, it was written by an actual like licensed clinical social worker. Mm. Which is a real um, degree. That's that a real have- get for Goop to actually have someone with like a social work. That's like an actual MA or 
like a ma- that's a master's degree, right? Or at that's least a, a bachelor's degree. It's a no, it's a master's, master's degree, yeah. and um, yeah, and like it's um, a social worker is a real job, yeah. a real uh, profession. You have to like be board certified, I think. Like it's real. Although she does kind of take a turn um, at a certain point. <laughs> As they always do here at Goop. Yeah, so they're asking her all these questions. And, you know, the anonymous interviewer, again, because, again, just to be clear, I made a big – I used to make a big deal about this, and I have stopped, but we don't know who's writing these articles or who's asking any no, of these questions. there's never any bylines. No, we don't do bylines here. Uh, and this article was about how to – how to like have interpersonal relationships at working relationships, right? At an office. Yeah. yeah. So like, what do you do if like you feel like everybody's hanging out without you or whatever? And she gives what I would say is good advice. Like, you know, you don't know what's going on. Like, don't make assumptions that it's about you. It could just be, there are a million reasons that you could be perceiving it this way and just go about your day. And just, if you feel, just be nice to people and don't worry about it, which is like, I think that's right. You don't know like what is going on in other people's heads. So yeah, like, and if you try to change your behavior and like it, it'll just make what if even if like it's it it's true that it is you. Yeah. Like if you try to be extra nice, that'll just freak people out more. Well, she said the opposite, which was like there. if you think that they don't like like you, like you'll probably be like more mean to them, and then maybe uh, you'll be right. They won't like you. It's like just you don't know huh. why anybody is yeah. like you don't know why. Your boss isn't being nice to you or whatever. It's like it could just be they don't even know that they're doing it. So it's like you're basically like making up a story in your head about like this person is treating me this way because of X, Y, or Z. But that person is just like totally living their own life and like doesn't even realize what you're thinking about them. Yeah, you think more about yourself than anyone else, Obviously, like everyone does. Uh, Yeah. But then they get to this question about are there gender differences – and then she says, um, well, yeah, I mean, this, there are difference, differences in, like, how uh, – what's considered up and what's considered down. Like, you want to be up, you don't want to be down, I guess. Okay. And so men are motivated by things and women are motivated by people. So men may feel more positive about work after they get a pay raise. But women, on the other hand, may feel best about work when they're connecting with their colleagues, eating lunch with friends, or going out for a drink after work. Um, so wait, women don't care about getting a pay raise? Equal pay no. for women is like... There's only friends. You can have equal pay or you can have lunchtime. That's I don't so crazy. think so. That's like one of the weirdest things I've ever read. I don't think she meant it that way. Um, but I can't believe that... Yeah, Nobody was, caught that or like nobody was like, wait, what? Because was, women want to be paid the same as men i promise you women would rather get a raise than go to drinks after work fuck you women don't want to go to drinks after work they have kids yeah who wants to go to drinks after work i never understood that when i worked in an office um i think yeah maybe like to give her the benefit of the doubt maybe she meant like women care also about like interpersonal relationships and a lot of men like oh god just the to have to like put any emotional energy into making friends with your coworkers is oh like, my god why? i've never had friends at any no. job i've always been like a weirdo because i'm just like this is not i don't i don't know i, I have just, enough friends like i don't need friends at work too i never understand like the friendships there always just seem weird like 
I, I just, I don't know. I don't understand it where people are like, oh, I, I don't know. I, just, I mean, I, I guess it makes it. sense if you don't like, if you don't have like a lot of hobbies or extracurricular activities. Like we both, you know, we're into comedy and so we would make friends that way. Or oh, whatever. we've got bursting I mean, social just thousands of comedy friends. But, um, but like a lot of people, work is their main thing. So that's where they have to make friends. Yeah, but I've always been like really judgmental about that and like really kind of been a shitty person to <laughs> work with. And I've never really kept a job. Yeah, so. Um, so, you, you know, there you go. Uh, what about man. you? Oh, so my best again was uh, Megan Tries It. Oh, the dark circles? Yes, because I. Oh, my God. I And looking at Megan's picture, I don't think she has very dark circles under her eyes. Like well, she's not going to let them use a dark circle Yeah, that's picture. true. But I do. Like, when I woke up this morning, this is before I read this article, I also, like, slept weird last night, so it was not a great sleep. But I woke up, and you know when you, like, look in the mirror when you first get up, like, before you go to the bathroom? It was rough this morning oh, looking God. at the dark circles under my the eyes. Word- so I, so it was, I had that on my mind as I read this Yeah, I article. constantly have it on my mind. Um... So she, I guess, was like with her friend's little three-year-old and the three-year-old said, why so dark there? And at first she thought that the girl was saying like her eyes were really dark because she has dark eyes. But then she realized that the girl was talking about the circles under her eyes. Do you think that that really happened? Oh, I assumed... I mean, that's it. I, yeah, I that think it was true. That just seems like a really specific detail for a three-year-old to pick up on. Like, you've got dark circles. Well, I mean, I guess that's why she, was, really she was so alarmed. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> that, but that's like a weird... I mean, if she did make that up, kudos to her. Because that's like God a very bless. specific weird story that does not sound fake. Because no. it sounds like... It sounds very specific. And you know, kids say... You know, the kids darndest things. Yeah, kids, kids say the darndest things. Uh, but they don't kids care about how you so feel. They're shitty. mean. And they, they don't know that they're mean, but they're mean. And it's like before you learn etiquette and it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but, and that would, oh my God, if someone said that, to, I would, cause I know, oh God, I mean, everyone's getting older. We all have dark circles under eyes. I've Whatever. had them since I was young. They didn't have to get old to really? get dark circles. I think mine are getting worse. But anyway, so Megan, uh, you know, was alarmed by this little kid who says that she has dark circles under her eyes. And then she went into this beautiful prose about looking like uh, Fiona Apple from the criminal video. Oh, in her dream. In her, yeah. Um, and then she talks about uh, why you get puffy dark circles, blah, blah, blah. But then, of course, it gets to what you do about it. And Thank you. Of course, the remedy to dark circles under your eyes is the award-winning Goop by Juice Beauty Perfecting Eye Cream for $80 at Goop. And she started using this, which I feel like she must have been using it before this. But maybe she not. She must have been using an eye cream. An eye cream, yeah. And then she also, what she did, was get what is called an integrated eye lift, which I think is like a <laughs> non-surgical eye lift at a place called Brooklyn Herborium. And she says it's like an under-eye facial and it's life-changing. And between the eye lift and the Goop Beauty eye cream, within a week... Those dark circles were gone, and I need to get some shit done. God, my face. I I need it. Like, and you know, I like I've been saying every week, I'm not in a financial situation to like buy anything right now. Sure. But I almost I like I might buy this for eighty dollars because I need it so badly. Um, and I really want. I think wanna, the eye lift is more 
did more than the crane. Probably. I would love to find. I looked like I Googled for eye lift Los Angeles and all it came up with was like Beverly Hills plastic surgeon. Did you do like non-surgical eye lift? No, I should, I should yeah. Google that. Cause I, I want a similar, I want like a, yeah, an eye facial, but yeah. again, you know, Megan is, uh, you know, we've said it before. She's, she's a, she's a star of, of writing and just a star of personality. Um, she's a star. She is a once in a generational talent. Yeah. And- see, this wasn't on my list because I was just like, I, I mean, now to hear you say it, I realize it is a huge problem and it's a problem for all of us. But I was just like, I'm, I'm not, I'm never that interested in eye cream articles, which maybe I should be. My concern with my eyes is not so much the dark circles underneath. My thing is like my eyelids are starting to get droopy, and hmm. that, and I have paid. I mean. Not by, I don't think a lot of people would notice it. I just notice a difference between like my eyes when I was like 25 and my eyes now. And I'm terrified about what they're going to look like when I'm like 45. Your eyelids. My eyelids. Huh. Like I, under my eyebrow. Okay. This may be the type of thing, I'm hoping from the look on your face that this is the type of thing that like only women pay attention yeah, to. Yeah, I never thought about their, eyelids. In their eyes. Because I'm like, I have seen a difference. But I use a really good eye cream that I like. I don't use an eye cream. I need to. Oh, I, yeah. I just slather my face cream on around my eyes, but I should get a no, separate no, eye no. cream. So I think I need to get this $80 eye cream. Like, is that, that's not unreasonable price for an eye cream, right? I don't know. It seems I mean, I could get, I guess I could me. get a cheaper one. Maybe I should start with a cheaper one. Yeah. But this one is an award winning one by Goop by Juice Beauty. Well, what award? Was it that Allure thing? Yeah, I think it was the Allure. I can't, f- f- seriously, I what? Do they give awards to everything? It's like the Golden Globes of makeup awards. I, I mean, think they I, just want to get big stars there. I get, I feel like you see that on like literally everything. Uh Oh, really? Yeah. See, I don't pay attention to makeup that much, but that's, that's good to know that it's not like a that prestigious an award i don't know because it impressed me okay um but yeah megan you are the mozart of wellness like i just look at your writing and i'm jealous that's a nice compliment um what was your worst well my worst was a toss-up but i'll just pick one and i'll make the other one be my craziest i guess my worst um and the worst thing that's ever happened to me was we've discussed it at the top of the podcast the goop podcast that's the worst thing that i've ever heard in my life first of all as i said what in fuck's name is a wellness research what did you say wellness research content what is that just words that doesn't make any sense wellness okay wellness means like a bullshit stuff that you write about like earthing research i know what that is we do it every week. We do it so hard. And then content. Is content. I mean, I guess. Is stuff is fill, stuff that fills paper and yeah, space. Information. So research content. Do you need the word content there? But I think they need the word content there because they know it's not technically research. Yeah. I mean, if they just said wellness content, it would sound like bu- total bullshit. And if they said wellness research, you would expect it to be like in a scientific journal. Right. So I think they sort of split the difference and say wellness research content. And then you're like, oh, it's a good podcast. They add content to soften the blow of research. Okay. Now that we've broken it down. See, now it makes sense to me. You have to learn to speak their language. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, still my worst. Because if you say content, you know, you sort of know not to take it seriously. Yeah. You know that it's just bullshit. Yeah. They should have just said for wellness bullshit. That's what oh. they meant. 
That's what they meant. Yeah. I mean, Ugh. Uh, see, we yeah, we have different opinions about that. I I'm like I am so excited to listen. I to hope podcast. you're right. I really it's, do. It's probably gonna be terrible. I mean, we all know Gwyneth's interview style, which I'll get to a little bit later in the, mm. especially with a, a it's man. Very is, sensual. Oh, man. <laughs> Something rough happened to her. As oh, like, like <laughs> and that, this is—it's not a normal way to interact with people. Okay, wow, very I mean, hot take. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my worst was, oh god, the article. What was it even called? It was called like, um, why your body needs and needs and wants stress. Okay. So again, so this is by a. ND, not an MD, but an ND, which is a naturopathic doctor named Dr. Donnie, spelled D-O-N-I, Wilson. And she looks like a board housewife. I'm sorry, is that sexist? She's a woman who is an ND, and she looks bored. Um, (laughs) (laughs) By her life choices. I don't know what her marital status is. But she, I guess, wrote a book called, like, The Stress Diet or something. And she's basically saying that, like, not all stress is bad and your body needs a little bit of stress to like kick into high gear. I don't know. So this article is bullshit. Um, she's talking about how to control stress and it's the same shit. Like don't eat a lot of gluten, don't eat a lot of sugar, uh, have whole foods, antioxidants, blah, blah, blah. And then it, three quarters down the page, she says, consider supplements. And it's like vitamin C, vitamin E, CoQ10, glutathione. And then we get to... Remember what we talked about last week? No. Mitochondria oh, and yeah. the new supplement MitoQ. Oh wait, this whole article was brought to you by the people at MitoQ. And she says, <laughs> I should have I mean, realized that from the beginning. Uh, you, um, you can't be too upset about that, but let's no, be honest, yeah. Yeah, but again, the whole thing is brought to you by some bullshit that's and that trying was to so they, they want you to buy. Pro MitoQ last week, but now I'm like like they, you know, they obviously didn't sell enough of it in their first week, and now they're they need. Usually, they, they like keep pushing it. They have a few weeks between advertisements about these supplements, and yeah. this one, I think they were in a panic because not very many people bought it. Um, so yeah, she's saying basically this MitoQ CoQ10 is will help your stress levels because it targets the mitochondria, as we learned last week. And then she has a fun little acronym to remember about stress, and it's so stupid. It's CARE, C A R E C, stands for clean eating. A Stands for adequate sleep. R stands for reducing stress. Or it could also stand for a remedy, which includes things like meditation, mindfulness, which is basically the same thing. And E is exercise. Actually, all this sounds like pretty good advice. Sounds good for you. Uh, I should practice care. But I don't know. Yeah, Dr. Donnie. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck yourself. Ooh! Spice! The Spice! <laughs> Uh, what was your craziest? My craziest? Well, oh God, I can't wait to get my to my thing. I would try I'm on the website for it right now. But I guess my craziest was I'll just knock down. This was another contender for my worst, but I'll bring it up to craziest. And that was, of course, Dr. Will Cole and his fucking book. Dr. Will <sighs> Cole is a... Dr. Will Cole hates our guts. I'll just say that. Um, he loves our gut health, but he hates the guts that our health is in. <laughs> he has listened to the Sorry, podcast. He has responded to us. I assume he doesn't listen anymore, but if he, he told is... Us, he aggressively told us that he won't be listening, okay, but, but I bet to me is. that means I'll be listening very closely. Yeah. Um, so if you're listening, Dr. Will Cole, look, I think your lifestyle looks great and you look very comfortable in your own skin. 
I mean, he's that's having I'm fun. Him a he's having fun with his life. And I think you're having fun with your life. He's and whatever. happy with what he does. For and a that's great. I kind of don't. I don't understand how a chiropractor can tell you what's going on in your gut. I don't understand how someone whose like area of study is like basically cracking your back is going to be able to talk to you about like the lining of your intestine. But if yeah, you I think the, you can, Mazel tov. And whole, if people are going to pay you for it, then I guess that's on them. Let's be it. libertarians about it. Yeah, because people, I mean, good for you because people aren't paying us for this podcast. So no, they you, are not. If you can make a living by doing this. But I, yeah, what I don't understand is chiropract- chiropractors who get a, what is called a doctorate in chiropractic. 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 <laughs> Why is it called chiropractic? That's weird. Anyway. Who knows? Um, which... I assumed meant they thought, you know, all the health problems originate in your spine and the misalignment of your spine. Now they're all, including Dr. Will Call, they're all switching to gut health. And I don't think it has anything, it doesn't seem like it has anything to do with the spine. So he's just talking about your diet and leaky gut and this thing called SIBO, which is small intestinal bacteria. SIBO is their new thing they're all obsessed with. Yeah, which means too much bacteria. You can have too much, you don't have enough. It just seems like people are done with their spine. Their their spines are aligned. And, and this now is the new thing. this is the new thing. Yeah. And it's not just Will Cole, because I looked online. It's like it's this was obviously my craziest too. This um it's every chiropractor is 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 sort of branching out into this gut health. How stuff can too. chiropractors all of a sudden be telling you what to eat? It's very it's very weird and it seems uh coordinated. Yeah, like they all like have they, an email a, chain yeah. or something. Um so I was you know quite alarmed at this obviously and like i do think like diet matters for gut health and you know probiotics help and i'm not saying all this is 100 percent wrong but you have to actually be sick to treat something like that's an important part of it where a lot of this is you have a condition you don't know you have it but you have to eliminate all these foods from your diet in order to diagnose yourself with the problem that you didn't know you had. And then once you're diagnosed with it, you have to like eat all this. You have to like eat in this weird way that's like disordered and fucked up, usually by a bunch of supplements and then pay people like Will Cole for all these crazy tests. Yeah. Um, so And I, if you have like a legitimate illness, like if you have Crohn's disease or something like you know what you like doctors can and doctors can't help you and you're like truly at your wits end then like whatever you know if this is like really helping you then great but i mean please can go to a real doctor and if you are sick you'll know you're sick because you'll have symptoms of the sickness it's not something that you can have but you don't know you have that's crazy yeah um and yeah these tests cost so much money uh and then i was like what I, am i not getting something i don't really yeah i just didn't didn't get why these people are are targeting gut health so i went on the national institute of health's website and they um had a, a, a big article basically about uh chiropractors and um how they there's no proof that chiropractic treatments are effective for gastrointestinal problems but are the chiropractic treatments like what Dr. Will Cole is talking about? Or is he like, I'm not a chiropractor anymore. Now I'm like a gut expert. I don't know. Like, I don't know if, if this, 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 this article talks about two specific studies that I guess were rated a zero and a one on what is called the Jadad scale, which is a, 
a scale. That sounds weird too. Jedi. That's what the National Institute of Health does for like how you know scientific these studies are. All right. Well, Muslim, um, so this was like not double blind. It was not randomized. It was. It did not take into account the placebo effect. Like all these things that scientific studies should do. Um, and it comes to the conclusion that yeah, chiropractic treatments are not effective for gastrointestinal problems. But yeah, I don't know if that means like literally chiropractic treatments, meaning aligning your spine and voila, you don't have Crohn's disease anymore, or it's just like chiropractors in general who are pivoting to gut health because it is a trendy topic. I think gut health is like the new, yeah, I just think gut health is this new thing and the chiropractors are leading the way. I don't know. I say watch out. Yeah. Just be like, be smart about getting treatment. I don't know. It's just weird. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, but Dr. Wilkel, you're doing your best. Yeah, good for you, Wilkel. And so are we. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Please bear that in mind. We're also doing our best. Before you lash out at us again, yes. at us on Twitter again. Uh, what would you try? Okay. Well, I decided what I would try shortly before we started this podcast mm. because you told me about something that sounded divine, and that is getting a master's degree at Baxter University. Okay. Oh, Dr. Donnie, the doctor we talked about doctor before Dr. Wilkel, she the, has her ND from Baxter. She has an ND, which is naturopathic medicine. Naturopathic. Naturopathic yeah. medicine doctor, whatever, from this university called Baxter University. And the areas of study, you can be acupuncture. You can. These are master's degrees, I guess. Or they like, said doctorates. Doctorates. But an ND, not an MD, an ND. And it's, I can be a doctor of acupuncture, yeah. doctor of Ayurvedic studies. Oh, my God. Counseling and psychology. That's a little freaky. I mean, you can make so much money if you spend four years of your life going, what was this in San Diego? Yeah, exercise science, Doctor. herbal sciences, holistic landscape design. And then you just rent a shack in Los Feliz and charge $200 an hour and people will just flood in and you'll people be a millionaire. flood the fuck in. And you're just like so thin and you're yeah. like, oh, I've dedicated my life to this shit. Doctor. Or you just stay in San Diego all the time. Soak in the sun, yeah. baby. I mean, can you imagine the dream life you'd live? Oh my god, midwifery. Midwifery. <laughs> uh, naturopathic medicine, nutrition, public health. That's oh another that's a real thing yeah, too. That's so a real like, the doctor of Jill Stein, public health. I get yeah. yeah. Is that where she went? No, she went to like Harvard. Harvard, yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. She's a lizard. Do you think that are they is she a lizard? Uh for sure. Okay. I mean, is that anti Semitic? No, we're not lizards. The lizards are like George Bush and stuff. Oh, okay. It's the Christians. Sure. It's everyone. All right. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. If you have uh, four years and several tens of thousand dollars to spend, go down to San Diego and enroll in Baxter University. You I too would... can be like Dr. Donnie. Yeah. You can be, be like, Dr. like Dr. Donnie. Dr. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to Dr. Aggie. I'm a graduate What if we just Baxter. got our degrees and then we were like, this is the Dr. Goop Yourself podcast. We're doctors. We should. I mean, I feel like you can get your doctorate like six months on these yeah, places. We should do it. God. Oh, God. Um, okay, so my thing I would try comes from another sexy Gwyneth cooking interview. Oh my god, no! So, we all know John Favreau, the director of the Iron Man movies, who has had a long working relationship with Gwyneth. He really? cast her. Yeah, Pepper Pot. She's Pepper Pot. Oh, yeah, I know. I didn't know that was a long... But I guess that was a long time yeah. ago they started I think that movies. was like the first Marvel movie. To me, a long time ago, to me, Shakespeare in Love came out like six years ago. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay. So uh, we, we all know, or actually probably none of us know, that John Favreau, you know, between Iron Man's, he 
it's like a one for them, one for me situation. Yeah, I liked his movie Chef. Oh, see, I never I, saw it. Was I, it good? I thought it was really nice. Okay. It's just like a very sweet, like easy, like a light breeze. Yeah, so it's about like a food truck chef who does Cuban sandwiches. He's like a fancy chef, and is that with so, Bradley Cooper? That's the other one. Um, that's burned or whatever. Oh yeah, I don't think Bradley Cooper's in no. it. He's a he's a fancy chef, and Sofia Vergara is his oh, no. ex wife. And he like it has a meltdown, and he like yells at like a Jonathan Gold type food critic, and then he like can't get a job, so he and his son go on like a road trip in a food truck across the United States because he like wants to get his like wife back. It's sweet. Okay. I liked it. I thought it was sweet. That sounds cute. Yeah. So this movie came out like four years ago, but I guess he's still like still, still saying on, he's a chef. On, yeah, it's still on the uh, publicity tour, um, <laughs> and he goes to Goop and he makes a like a real. What looks like a real good traditional Cuban sandwich with like lots of ham lots of butter. and butter and mustard and bread. And Gwyneth, I mean, aside the fact from the fact that she like is literally like resting her shoulder on his head the whole time and is being like very inappropriately sexual. She does look like she would rather kill herself than eat like a regular she Cuban take sandwich. A, does she even take no, a bite of it? No, there's no way she can take a bite of it. This is like a real Cuban sandwich. But uh, she takes bites of stuff. It depends on the season, I think. Like okay. if there's a award show coming up or something that she has to fit into. Oh, the, it's too close. I feel like it's, yeah. I don't know if she's going this year, but no, it's too close. Not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. But, uh, but then she's like, so I'm just going to goopify this Cuban sandwich. And, it's, and she no. makes something, and this is what I would try because it does look good, but it, it has good. absolutely nothing to do with the Cuban sandwich. No. It is, first of all, it's like Chinese. It's like a chicken Chinese burrito on a spelt tortilla with like ginger and veganaise and tamari. She made like a slaw. A slaw. So it's like, I don't get where, I what, get it how Cuban sort, Sandwich got to this. I kind of get it because it's like protein with um, like a slaw, which is like a okay. pickle. So I feel like that was like sort of taking the place of the pickle. I mean, there, yeah, there's a lot of leaps of logic here. But like a lot of goop recipes, you start out thinking, oh, this is insane. And then you end up thinking... Oh, this probably will taste pretty good. And, and I it, bet it tastes... probably does. I mean, her recipes do taste really good. Yeah. It's more insane of John Favreau to be like, the re- I'll make this sandwich. Yeah, I'm going to, like, because he's on Goop or just in general. I think it's he's one of these people that probably didn't know how to cook and then he learned how to make one thing and he got, got obsessed with it. And now he's like, this is the I'm thing the Cuban sandwich make. guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Because he's like really, he's a movie director. He's really busy. He doesn't have time to cook. No. Um, but I think he, I don't, did he go out with Sofia Vergara in real life? Like, who is that so. in the movie? Is like, she's the one that teaches him how to make the Cuban sandwich? No. Okay, good. So I guess He's I'm like more racist chef. than the screenwriter. No, she doesn't. Um, she has nothing to do with making the Cuban sandwich. There, I don't think they even make Cuban sandwiches. I think once they get, they like get to Miami and they go for like Cuban okay. food. Well, Cuban sandwiches are good. This Gupano with this chicken breasts and the spelt tortilla and the veganaise also looks good. I would yeah. try it. Um, it's unfortunate that Go- the Goop podcast will not be able to show the physical chemistry that Gwyneth exhibits towards every male guest that she interviews. But she, It's in her voice. Yeah, yeah, it's in her voice. That's true. Yeah. Uh, what would you buy? Um, wait, hang on. Let me pick it up. I dropped my... <laughs> Uh, I would buy. Ooh, da, 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 da. Oh, I would buy the flower water from Jean's thing. Oh, yeah. Um, Jean. So like, 
there's like this Iranian flower water that you can like spray in your hair. You spray it all over your body when you get out of the shower. You can like, it's basically perfume. And I, that's my whole deal is like floral shit that you can spray. And like, especially if you don't have to use it like a perfume, you spray it. Like she said, if you spray it in your hair and then you take a shower later, like it'll like go like and go all over the room. Yeah. It'll like reactivate by what it's, it sounds like it will smell really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was some Iranian fashion designer who I'd never heard of, but I guess she's a big deal. Cause Jean was like so excited that she like contacted Jean but about Jean it. But Jean would say that about literally anybody. That's true. I don't know. Um, these these like spritzers or whatever were over a hundred dollars. I get that rose water spritzer from Whole Foods that's like six ninety nine. Yeah, I think it smells pretty good. Yeah, and I can't imagine this would smell that much better. No, than that. you could probably just use regular rose water. I wouldn't buy. I mean, I would. It's my thing. I would buy. Yeah, but yeah. I. But also they're like different. Like she does orange blossoms, yeah. which I love. Orange blossoms. Oh, that's the two main ones for Persian, like at least with cooking, is like rose water or orange blossom water. Yeah, but those are both like. If you're going to pick two smells, those are like the top two. Those are so good. Yeah. And you can, um, I think you can wear like, just like cooking rose water. Like, oh, yeah. Just like perfume. Yeah. Totally. That's great. Yeah. Um, I would buy, of course, the Megan approved Goop by Juice Beauty perfecting eye cream. Of course. On Goop.com for $80. Yeah. Please. Yeah. I'm going to buy it. Uh, all right. So, God, when we talk to you next week, the real official Goop podcast will be will happen will have happened that's pretty exciting or sad depending on i mean we'll see oh before we go we got two new uh five star reviews on apple Podcasts, which is so nice we're really like like i love any time anyone gives me a compliment i just i'm just glowing for days so thank you so much uh i'll read them wait should i read one yeah i'll read one and then you read one okay uh the first one is uh, entitled Love Five Stars by Bucking K. Um, and Bucking K says, the perfect way for the non-millionaire to stay up to date with all things Goop. Love, love, love. Their honest and hilarious take on Goop. Love Goop. Love Goop yourself. And then the emoji, the smiley face with the heart eyes. Thank oh you so God. much. Thank you. That's very Bucking sweet. Bucking K. That is so nice. I can't believe people write these things to us. That is just it's so sweet. sweet. All right. So then this one is by Salon Paz One, which that is a great name. I know what Salon Paz is. It's like a weird medicine or oh, really? something. Yeah. And I always used to like laugh at it whenever like commercials for Salon Paz would come on. Oh, funny. I'd be like, what the fuck is this? So thank you, Salon Paz, for your great name. Salon Paz One, Aggie and Brian provide an, a hilarious tour through the conspicuous world of overindulgent self-care enjoyed only by the American elite. Look forward to it every week now. Oh my God, thank you so much. Salon Paz, you're funny. And that is very kind. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. And um, yeah, we're excited to keep doing the podcast and maybe possibly get some new listeners when they're searching for the Goop podcast and click the wrong button. Yeah, we're hoping to get a big uptick. Yeah, so we'll see. And um, if that's you, welcome. welcome Hopefully... Yeah you will like this. And if you don't just, you know, please just don't be mean about it. Just go on your way. Yeah. Just don't, if you're going to give us a bad review, just don't give us a review at all. Please. But I guess any reviews, all reviews are good for you. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. Um, Please five star only. Yeah. Uh, We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.